Welcome to Your Bestetician Podcast, featuring Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician rolled into one. Listen as Cersei reveals insider information from over 20 years in the med spa industry, along with practical advice as a mom and wife riding the roller coaster of life. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Your Bestetician with myself, Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. And so today we're going to be talking about unrealistic expectations in our society today. Um, and with me today, I have Jenny Simile. She is a professional content creator an influencer and professional ste- streamer, also the host of NFL Family Game Night. And so what prompted this episode and this topic for unrealistic to talk about unrealistic expectations was the other day, a beautiful young girl, probably about 23 years old, walked into Auburn Metastetics. I'm going to call her Princess Jasmine because that is exactly what she looks like. So Princess Jasmine came in and she laid down on my table and we were about to do a facial. And I asked Princess Jasmine what bothered her about her skin. And she immediately started pointing out the size of her pores and how large they are and how she was so upset with herself. And let me tell you, this girl did not have a visible pore on her entire face. Princess Jasmine was perfectly beautiful. And so that got me thinking about all of the problems that exist in our society of girls, young and old and men that have unrealistic expectations of how they want themselves to look. So in the med spa industry, we have people come in quite frequently who want to look a certain way. And I think it's becoming worse and worse based on the filters that are on social media and the filters that people put on their pictures. And so what I do want people to know about us in the med spa industry and at Auburn Metastetics anyway, is that we're here to make you look your best and not to chase the filtered version that probably doesn't even exist. And that kind of gets into a deeper topic um, of chasing something else that doesn't exist if there's a void um, inside. And then, so that's a careful balance in my industry. But anyway, we all know that we've all been our own worst critic and this is nothing new, but it's now more than ever. And so a study out of Harvard in the early 2000s had already shown how mass media transmits socio-cultural symbols that are just unachievable. Um, I do think that some of these comparisons can be good. For example, in sports, it's been shown that moderate comparison could actually lead to greater motivation. But before we go any further into that, Jenny, I want you to tell me a little bit about the pressures that you've seen among people your age. So Tell us about you and how old you are. And yes, so hi guys. I'm Jenny. I'm 25 years old and I have been coming to Auburn Metastetics for I think like five or so years. It's been a long time I've been coming here and working with Cersei. Um, And honestly, I'm just so grateful to know her and have her be a good part of my balance when it comes to, you know, standards for beauty and everything. It's such a good balance. I mean, you really do. You're like, yes, no, yes, no. And you, you do such a good job of encouraging me. Um, and, and really just everybody that comes in here. So so kind. got to applaud you for that. But, uh, speaking on like the pressures of, I think, you know, 
more so just anywhere in your twenties, we'll just so say like in the twenties, I think that is more so like when girls are getting more harsh on themselves after college, you know, you start seeing a lot of changes mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh gosh, wrinkles and this and that, whatever it may be. Um, my biggest thing is knowing the difference between people on social media that are putting out real content, um, and people that are putting out filtered and fake content Mm -hmm. and being able to distinguish that and know the difference and say, okay, like I'm going to choose to follow this person because like they are being genuine. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest things is being in the content creating world and space. If there is something that I don't want to share or feel like I'm hiding, Mm -hmm. then I'm not going to get it done. I don't care what it is. If I get Botox, I'm going to share about it. If I get lip injects, I'm going to share about it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not trying to be pretend like I'm all natural when it's not because mm-hmm. that's the not healthy. That's the part where it gets a little tricky where some people can be coming across like, Oh, I'm all natural. And I think that's another mm-hmm. big thing. People love to be like all natural. I get it. Like it's like, I get it. But what the, what you're going for is to kind of come across as natural beauty, a little enhancement on your own natural beauty, but it is important to pinpoint. That's not Oh, you know what I mean? It's That's not an always... interesting trend too. Like um, the older women that come into Auburn Metastetics normally don't want anybody to know right. what they've done. But these young girls, they'll plop down and they'll put their phone right in the phone right. camera holder and they want to show everybody what they've done. So that's interesting. And it's kind of a balance. Well, I think it. I think it's, I mean, definitely generational. It, it has been a shift and a change, but there's obviously when social media first started, that was like, oh my gosh, that would be so uncommon for people yeah. to do. But now that it's grown a lot, there's so many influencers that are being like re- put, posting the real and the filtered and and people love it. People really just mm-hmm. love anybody being transparent and also being relatable. Mm-hmm. If you go and get that done, you also want to see that these other people you follow and stuff go get that done too. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I want to make mm-hmm. sure I say that. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing it. It's just, if you are coming at it, it's all about, you know, the position of your heart. Mm -hmm. If you can be comfortable and confident in yourself, whether you have it or not. Mm -hmm. And also my biggest thing is before I get anything done, I have to say to myself, am I doing this for me or am I, or am I doing this for other people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I can't make that distinguish, then I'm like, I hold off on it. I'm like, I don't do it. But majority of the time I'm like, I'm doing this for myself. Like, I really don't even care if anybody else has an opinion about it, it gets for me. Mm -hmm. And I also like pray about it. I'm like, okay, God, like I obviously know that you've created me this way. And however, I love, I love every, all the metastatic stuff. It's something you've put that desire in my heart, but at the same time, like, you know, what does that balance look like for me? So like, I'll pray about things before I get it done. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like it's a yes, I go for it. And that's such a great thing to do. It makes me more confident. I go for it. Um, And it's just between me and God. and, And it really has, doesn't have to do with anybody else's opinion. Um, but yeah, I've heard that one a lot too. Like, you know, I think people will say, well, you don't, you can't change yourself, you know, well, whatever. But I'm like, well, you go get your haircut, you get your hair colored, you work out, you want to have physical appearance. People have been putting on makeup Jeez. since That's what I'm saying. It, the beginning of time. It's no difference to me. It really, I think, first of all, everybody's always going to have something to say. Always. And you're just, you just got to have it bounce off. And I I think Mm -hmm. that is kind of like another reason people don't like to tell people they do it because Mm -hmm. everyone's going to have an opinion and Mm -hmm. this and that. And also it comes from people that might be jealous. You have to 
always be aware of that. Like the mm-hmm. jealousy, yeah. ooh, that is a big one. People, um, you know, people will be talking about how you're doing X, Y, and Z and you're not natural because you're doing this and that. And that is such a, a big pressure that you you feel like at, you're, you're wanting to do these things, but then you mm-hmm. feel like you're doing something wrong, but you're not. It's just everyone's coming at you with, they're going to come at you with everything. Which has always existed too. Always, 100%. Everything's just a little more amplified. And my 15-year-old has told me before that um, it's way more popular now to follow influencers who are completely natural, no filter, and the filters are kind of going away. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think that, and that's what I'm saying, that relatability aspect, mm-hmm. um, it's huge. But now I also think you have to be careful because even if they're coming across as that, there are so the technology and, and the filter that might look real might still be filtered, but it's but are you don't know though. So we like, just don't know. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. So you really have to take everything with a grain of salt and just assume that it could be filtered. Yeah. Really. Because I mean, I personally have just watched like TikTok videos and seen like how girls can use like Facetune or Face app and like mm-hmm. change the way they look completely. And you would never know it's filtered ever. I take it very seriously when people come in and they're wanting to enhance themselves. I don't want to ever make them feel worse walking out of here than they did when they came in because it takes a lot of confidence to come in and tell me or Dr. Herring um, what bothers them when they look in the mirror. And so I never point out something, even if if, if they've got freckles or sun damage and I ask them what bothers them, if they don't p- point out those freckles or sun damage, then I'm not going to point it out exactly. because if it doesn't bother them, then it doesn't bother me at all. That is actually such a good, I Okay, that perspective is so good. I'm glad you asked your patients that because it's very interesting, especially putting yourself on social media. I've done it before. And I mean, I have thicker eyebrows. Sometimes people make Which comments. are amazing. <laughs> oh, well, some people, you know, you, you're like, wow, I never, you, you start looking at yourself different from mm-hmm. other people's perspective. And it starts being like, oh, I need to change this. I need to change this. Mm-mm. Everybody has their own like, like of certain types of things and this and that. Everyone's gonna have a different opinion. You have got to just be so grounded in like how, what you feel and what you like and what you, you know, that you can't really care about what other people Gosh, she's a teenager. That's all we wanted to do. Or it's all I wanted to do. I wanted to look just like every single other, other person that walked right. in. Um, I also wanted to tell everybody that if you have a magnifying mirror at home, then you should get rid of it. Yep. it unless you're like plucking your eyebrows and you're my age, 40 or older, and you can't <laughs> see those eyebrows, then that's fine. But nobody looks at you through a magnifying mirror. I'm afraid that Princess Jasmine has a magnifying mirror at home. Yep. And she came in after looking through that thing. And of course, she saw pores. I know. It's like human skin. You no have pores on your face. You like that. No There's one's going to look at you like that. human that's going to be looking at you that closely. And even if they were looking at you that closely and thinking like a centimeter away from your face, they couldn't see the exact same thing as when you look at a magnifying mm-hmm, mirror. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's absolutely crazy that we will we'll look in that magnified mirror, see that, and then think that when we walk outside, that's what people are looking at. That's right. I just wish, you know, so many girls and like, I have nieces that are young and stuff. I really just wish that, you know, they'd be able to see their self through the way I see them or their Mm -hmm. mom sees them. And, um, you know, that goes to a different point where we're talking about, you know, the struggles that we have with this, but like, how do I balance that? You know, how do I go from like, all right, these are my struggles. 
I'm not going to pretend they don't exist. And I'm also not going to pretend that I'm talking on this podcast and I have it all figured out. Right. Like right. say it's a daily walk for me. Like I wake up most mornings. I'm like, oh, but I'm like, okay, hold it up. You're not going to be mean to yourself. Yep. I have a picture actually taped on my mirror. That is a younger version of me. It's a younger picture of me. I was like probably six or seven or eight or something like that. Um, and I, I look at it and I remind myself I'm being mean to her. Oh, that's such a great idea. Somebody, I saw it. It wasn't, it wasn't my first idea, but somebody did that. I think it was like on a podcast, another podcast or Instagram or something. And I was like, that is such a great way to like, look at it. Um, and then another thing that I do, and this has been a very life-changing perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually God gave this perspective to me. So I was really struggling one day and I was journaling and I was just very frustrated with uh, the way that I was and looking and also the way that I was treating myself. Like I couldn't get out of it. You know, it was just that cycle mm-hmm. I was stuck mm-hmm. in and God like stopped me. And it was like, you're my daughter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like I'm grounding my, this is like how I go through my, I ground myself. Like, I am God's daughter. Like, why am I being mean to myself? I'm daughter of the King. And then he goes, this is just what he told me. How would you treat yourself? Would you be treating yourself like this? If you were your own son or daughter? Oh, that's like, so good. How would you treat your own daughter like this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. I just, I just started crying. I'm like, I would never treat my daughter like this. I mean, I don't have a daughter right now, but you know, I just imagine like if I, if I had a daughter, would you be putting her down and just saying these horrible things about her? And no, absolutely not. The Jesus factor is huge. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. And I, I yeah. want people to know too, that if you are a follower of Jesus and if you love the Lord, and if you read your Bible every day, those are all wonderful things and we all need to be doing that. And it is still okay to get things done. It is still okay to get Botox if you love Jesus. Yeah, right. That was, that was funny to me because, you know, obviously since I share my faith and stuff and you don't have to believe to uh, belong here, like on our podcast, you just, if you're just existing out there, yeah. all these things are still so, so beneficial, but yeah. these are just very important things to me in Cersei's life. So yeah. we share them, but you know, that, that aspect of the whole like faith side of it is very interesting to me because, um, you know, I pray to God, like we're, you know, he's my Y'all are tight. father king, but he's also my bestie. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, God, like, look, I'm going to do this. Da, 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 da. We got to talk it through. Like I really have to have, you know, make sure again, like it's my, the position of my heart is in a healthy place before I do get anything done because, mm-hmm. um, it's just so important. But there's like you said, there's really just absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's really not. There's not. And so and funny. I think having that um, foundation is what's going to keep people centered and young people yeah. and keep them having realistic expectations of themselves and of their friends. And it's what's going to keep them grounded and not keep comparing themselves to others. So, well, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and giving some insight to everyone about what is realistic and unrealistic for today's culture and in the med spa industry. Is there anything else you want to say to the world? You are beautiful like you are. You're beautiful now after you get enhancements before everything in between. And the last thing I want to say that helps me so, so much is the fact that you are the, the least important thing about you is the way that you look. And the least interesting thing about you is the, your body, the way that you look. The most interesting thing about you is the way you treat people. That's right. And that has to just be that, you know, you go out in the world, be confident, do what, what do what you want in to your face and body. Um, but the way you treat people is far more important than any of it. There you go. 
So chasing these unrealistic expectations is really when um, procedures can start to go wrong and when people go overboard. And so we really try to focus on not going overboard and giving people the right amount of enhancement. And so find you a doctor that does that if you don't come and see us. Well, I hope you'll have a great day and I cannot wait to talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Your Esthetician podcast featuring Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. Be sure to follow her Instagram, Auburn Medesthetics, for more med spa tips and trends.